Welcome back. It is Mile High Magazine, and I am Murphy Houston. And one of the most exciting events of any year, let alone 2020, is when we get into the National Western Stock Show. That means it's time for me to check in with my friend Paul Andrews, president and CEO of the National Western Stock Show. Well, Paul, here we go again. Here we go again, 114th year, Murphy, that this has been put on right here in the great state of Denver, Colorado. And think of all the changes you've seen and all. Well, you haven't been there all that time, but most of that time, I think. I uh, Yeah, the, the, I'll tell you, my family has been uh, through the 100-plus uh, years, I think, at the stock show virtually every year, and um, we're just excited to uh, continue the family tradition we have, and I know most of uh, the citizens in Colorado are excited to do the same. Well, all of, all the city slickers become cowboys for at least 16 days, right? You bet, and that's, that's, that's fantastic. Listen, celebrate your Western heritage and uh, do it in style during the National Western. Well, as you know, Paul, thousands of people move to Colorado each and every year. That means a lot of new people are here that may not even know about the National Western Stock Show. So what can we tell them? Give them an explanation of how it began and what it's all about. Yeah, it began in 1906 right here in a big tent uh, where we just started exhibiting livestock. Really that year we only had cattle and some sheep and uh, Oh, a few hogs. And outside of that, it really has blossomed into a event that is second to none in the state of Colorado. So for 16 days, you can come down to our site and first of all, see the Super Bowl of livestock shows. So Colorado, you got the Super Bowl every year right here, and uh, it is the National Western Stock Show. So you will see animals from about 45 states this year that are in town exhibiting and competing so there's going to be amazing amazing livestock on site we have 900 trade show booth spaces ready to sell you everything from the <laughs> that's true shower head that can do everything <laughs> to the uh, western wear that you can't find anywhere else we've got uh, 12 horse shows that are incredible family shows we have two extreme dog shows where if you're a dog lover you're going to see dogs do anything and everything that you just can't believe and then, obviously, we are one of the big four rodeos in the world, and we have 29 rodeo performances that are elite rodeos. So, really, Murphy, there is something for everyone here, and I didn't even get to talk about the food, and oh, it is no. amazing. You might get the best steak you ever had at the National <laughs> Western Stock Show. <laughs> I, I'd be shocked if you didn't. <laughs> I would be, too. All these beef guys in town, it better be a good steak for sure. That's exactly right. But what I like, Paul, too, is you know I got seven grandkids. We're all going to the Stock Show, and it's such a... An education for them about Colorado and about that lifestyle and how these people, as you just said, come in from states all over the country to take care of these animals. And they learn a lot. I think that's really important. You bet. And what we really try to do here with our education programs is is fill in that divide between, uh, for our youngsters, between going to King Supers and finding food there <laughs> and wondering how it got there. We, we tell you how it got there. So if your kids, and uh, if they're interested at all, which I'm sure they are, about how, how is food produced, whether it's farming, whether it's ranching, uh, we do all of that right here on site at the National Western. And we have things like the petting zoo and pony rides and all of the things that the kids can enjoy at the same time as they're learning. Well, and the part I always like is I always take them down in the barns 
where all these families, and it's a family thing where they have whatever, it's cows or sheep or whatever it is, and how they really take care of these animals and how beautiful they really are. It's spectacular. Yeah, these are the most pampered animals on the planet at the National true. Western Stock Show. I mean, some of these animals are worth upwards of $100,000 to the rancher. And so they take care of these animals uh, like nobody takes care of a pet. And uh, they're competing with them a lot of times uh, across the country the rest of the year. So it's fantastic to see these great families from 45-plus states here at the National Western. Well, and the other thing that's cool, I like, I go to, I attend the uh, the auction, the auction they have with these young people that have raised some of these animals, and then they auction them off. And these kids, well, they make a lot of money for, what, college or whatever it might be. You bet. The Junior Livestock Auction this year is January 24th, 6.30 p.m., and the kids that raise those animals are raising them so they can sell them at the auction and take that money and use it for their future education. So it's a great way to teach that uh, that child uh, the responsibility of caring for and raising an animal, which is a hard, hard job. It gives them life skills that uh, they can use in their future careers, whatever they may do. And, it, uh, you know, the business leaders that step up to buy these animals in the city and county of Denver here are amazing. Uh, all across Colorado, we got businesses that will come and, and uh, buy animals and support these kids, and, boy, it is something to see. Well, some of these animals end up in local restaurants. I mean, that might seem a little harsh, but it's a fact. You know, that is the food chain. That's our, right. Our, our, the animals at the Junior Livestock Auction get... Uh, put into the food chain, and they are obviously going to be some of the best meat that is uh, on anyone's plate at any of the great restaurants around here, especially Del Frisco's. Yeah, they seem to always step up, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about this, and maybe not a lot of people know this, Paul, that the National Western Stock Show is really a nonprofit, correct? You bet. We're a 501c3, founded in, obviously, 1906 uh, on agriculture education, and uh, we support right now with our funds, our, our net funds from many of our events go to supporting. we got about 105 students that are uh, across Colorado and Wyoming going to school at various colleges, predominantly CSU, but we have some CU. We've got many other area colleges, and we're supporting them with about 500 and Almost $10,000 a year is going to those kids for their college education. So when you're here at the National Western, you're also supporting those great youth that are trying to make it through college. Well, that's really, I've always felt that, and you obviously have told me this, that the basis of the National Western Stock Show is really agriculture and education and, and teaching. You bet, and, and we're so thankful that uh, all the school kids, we get about 20,000 school kids that get bussed in here from really Monday to Thursday every week to attend our show free. That's something we've always done and it's something we'll always continue just so we can, can teach those kids a little bit about agriculture and, and where food comes from. It's important stuff. Now, we kicked off the stock show kind of officially, I guess, every year with that downtown parade, which was last Thursday. You're in that parade, aren't you? I am. <laughs> I, I'm very fortunate. I get a ride, the stagecoach and the parade, and boy, uh, I'm, I'm guessing more than 40,000 people line the streets of uh, 17th Street, and it's just an amazing, amazing outpouring 
of love for the Western tradition that we are. And, and we, listen, we love everybody that comes out and sees us at the parade. Well, it's one of those events where you it's really worth, and I hate to, I guess, say this, but take your kid out of school and go down there and see this parade. What <laughs> other city in America has that kind of a parade with longhorn steers going down the middle of the city? Who does yep, that? The, long, the Longhorns lead us in every year, and uh, it is a sight to see. And uh, we had over 80 exhibits this year in the parade, which is an amazing number, and uh, lots of horses and riders and music, and it's just a, an amazing time. It's like nothing else in any other city where you're going down the center of your downtown area like we do. So it is it is quite a sight. Well, it is. Well, you start like at Union Station, don't you, and go up 17th? That's correct. Start at Union Station, go all the way up 17th, and uh, end right around uh, Welton. It's, I'm telling you, it is worth seeing. If you've never seen that stock show parade sometime, you got to check that out. Let's talk about how you uh, – this year was Jake Jabs was the Grand Marshal, am I right? Yes, Jake Jabs, uh, uh, not only a, really an icon of Colorado, but a guy that has supported agriculture and rodeos across this state that people don't really know about. And we wanted to recognize him as kind of the, we're really the mother show in Colorado, as you might imagine. And uh, uh, Jake has been supporting uh, agriculture and rodeo, including the National Western, for decades. Has that stock show parade been part of uh, the whole fiasco for a long time? The whole event is it, or is it something new within the last twenty, thirty years? Yeah, it's it actually is in in the last thirty years the the parade uh, came about, and it was just something that leadership of stock show and leadership of downtown Denver decided uh, this was something we wanted to do, and so. Off it went, and uh, we've been doing it ever since, and boy, we're sure going to continue because it is an amazing tradition in itself. Well, and pretty much come rain or come shine, that parade happens. <laughs> That's true, although I did cancel one year because it was a uh, there was a snowstorm of about eight inches uh, the night before, and that made it unsafe for animals to be walking on the street because it was icy. And, boy, I, I certainly am not going to take that chance. Oh, so yeah, right. I am the one president that did cancel it one year, and uh, I will always put the safety of animals first. Well, good for you. That's why you're in that job, Paul. It's Paul Andrews, <laughs> president and CEO of the National Western Stock Show. How do you pick your grand marshal? What's the criteria for that? There's a uh, there's a committee that helps us do that, and uh, we look at a lot of different things like uh, support of uh, both agriculture as well as philanthropy across uh, the individual's life? Uh, are they uh, a person that uh, has been an important leader in, in the state of Colorado in some manner? As you look at some of the past uh, individuals we've had, we've had various mayors, we've had governors, we've had uh, leadership from uh, the Colorado Rockies. We had uh, Todd Helton one year. Was I remember our, that, yeah. Yeah, so we've had kind of sports personalities too, so it's really just a, a mishmash of uh, really important people in Colorado, as well as people you might just like to see that are fun to have as your grand marshal. That's that's always considered also. Yeah, really, and you'll see a lot of those people at the actual stock show events. I mean, if you go to the rodeo, you're in a you're riding horses, you're in wagons. People, it's 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 a heck of a show. Yeah, no question. Again, there is something for everyone at the National Western Stock Show. It doesn't matter whether you're a person that's never seen an animal or cared really about agriculture before, you will have a good time here. Well, and there's events that go on not just at the Coliseum, but also that big stadium uh, next to the education building. All kinds of horse shows and displays and events go on there as well. 
Yeah, in fact, this year we have two 25th anniversary celebrations. Our Ram Freestyle Raining is on January 12th, uh, 2 o'clock, so Sunday. And uh, an Evening of Dancing Horses is January 23rd, 22nd, and 23rd. And Freestyle Raining is like nothing anyone will ever see. It's standing room only ticketing. And uh, people dress up their horses, they dress themselves up in crazy outfits, and they go out to perform (laughs) the music, and it's like nothing else on earth. Um, And Dancing Horses this year, I don't know if you've ever heard of Michael Martin Murphy, who sang Wildfire, but 25 years ago, he sang that song to open the Dancing Horses show. We're bringing him back. So Is that those of right? You that like, like Michael Martin Murphy, he'll open the show, and Dancing Horses will be a great 25th anniversary also. What day is that? I may have to come down to hear him just sing. That'd be great. Yeah, that's January 22nd and 23rd. Okay, two days of that. It's great. The other thing I like, too, and I, I saw, actually, I hate to admit this, but the first time in all the years I've gone to the stock show, Paul, the Mexican Rodeo. That is a tremendous, tremendous event. Uh, it is on January 12th, Sunday. And, uh, you know, the pageantry of that, as well as the excitement of uh, all the Hispanic culture that we celebrate that day. We have two performances, 2 o'clock in the afternoon and 6.30 at night. Always a great ticket and a hard ticket to get, so get get those tickets as quick as you can. Uh, but it is a really, really exciting way to celebrate the Hispanic culture here in Colorado and enjoy a, a great rodeo. Well, yeah, and it's just it's way more than a rodeo than you know horses and whatever. There's singing and dancing, and the crowd gets into it. It's a party, is what it is. Yeah, and it is, again, the colors in that particular performance that the uh, Hispanic performers are wearing are like nothing else. And things like the the side saddle riders. Yes. You won't see side saddle riders in any other rodeo performance (laughs) except for the Mexican rodeo extravaganza. And uh, our leader of that is a gentleman named Jerry Diaz, and he does an amazing job putting that production together. Yeah, it's, it's a heck of a party. And you said it right, Paul. Get your tickets early, like right now. Call over there and get them because they sell out quickly. It's tough to get a ticket for the Mexican Rodeo. What other type of special events can people see? Can you get a little deeper into what, okay, there's a rodeo and there's horse shows, but there's a lot of other things going on. You bet. We've got, you know, just with your grounds admission ticket, there's about 30 things you can take in every day. doesn't really matter what day you're here. We've got a dairy discovery zone where kids can come in and see exactly how milk is made. And we got a farmyard follies, which is live animal shows that uh, the kids can interact with. Obviously, our great partner CSU has the CSU Ag Adventure Land. You can get that free with your grounds admission ticket. And uh, you can see how corn is grown and all kinds of different things uh, interact up there with them. Fabulous Farm Animals is another show we have going on. We've got a youth art show where showcase Western-inspired works from students' grades 1st to 12th grade. Uh, We've got the National Western Nursery where you're going to see all the mamas with their newborns. And that is always a very, very popular exhibit. It's in our horse facility, the event center. So, truly, I mean, the fiddle championships are on the Colorado fiddle championships around opening weekend. 
alpaca and llama shows. I mean, check our schedule at nationalwestern.com because there truly is about 30 to 40 events a day that you're getting free with your grounds admission tickets. So it's it's very, very economical. Yeah. Oh, it's a really a good deal for sure. Well, anything new for 2020 that hasn't been there before? You bet. A lot of new things. Uh, well, for the first and biggest is we have completely changed our rodeo format for 2020. So, wow. so we, have, uh, we have gone to a tournament-style rodeo because we want people to understand how people make our finals. So you will, we will start with 80 contestants, and they will get a go twice, so two times in a row in the rodeos, so successive rodeos. If they're one of the top three scores in those two times, they will move to our final Saturday on January 25th, and we will have three semifinal rodeos on January 25th with the top 24 contestants that came through the first 16 rodeos and made it to the semifinal Saturday. It will be, as I'm going to term it, Murphy, Super semifinal Saturday. A lot of S's in there for you. Yeah, but that's like playoff football. I mean, that's, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. That's why we've gone to this. And then we will obviously have our final on Sunday, the 26th. Uh, but those contestants that make it to the semifinal Saturday, we wipe all their scores out, and they go in cold, and they have got to ride their best rides to make it to the finals on Sunday. So that's a big change for us. We also have in the Extreme Dog Show this year, uh, Dally and Spanky are here. That's a dog and pony rider. Uh, there's a, a movie out called The Adventures of Dally and Spanky, and they are here. So wow. we expect a, a lot of people to uh, attend the Extreme Dog Shows on January 20th and 21st, and uh, those will be great new uh, features that we have here. There's just there's so many new things going on. We have a sensory-friendly rodeo on January 23rd at 10.30. For those that might be sensitive to noise and loud and so forth, we're very, we're very uh, consumer-friendly with that, so we've started that this year. We've got a miniature horse card, Love Bug, that will be roaming across the uh, grounds uh, as kind of our uh, therapy horse and ambassador <clears throat> to the National Western Stock Show. So... So truly, there is a lot of new. There's a lot of new food items here. Uh, oh, there's always good food. Always good food, Paul. I'm telling <laughs> you, I eat stuff there that I wouldn't normally because it's so good. It just everything's available. Can, can you talk more about that sensory event that kind of got, caught my attention? Something new you're doing. Talk more about that if you can. Yeah, the sensory friendly rodeo, which is again, it's a morning performance on Thursday, January 23rd. It's, it's a performance where maybe those that are just a little bit sensitive to um, fireworks going off like we might normally sure. have in our rodeo, we don't do any of that at the sensory-friendly rodeo. The, the noise of the uh, music has been put down. There's still music, but we're not doing it at quite the levels that we normally would. Our announcer is turned down a little bit, so it's, it's still tremendous excitement. But we know there are people that are sensitive to uh, loudness, and so we want to make sure there's an offering for them, just like we do with the Hispanic community and the Mexican Rodeo Extravaganza, just like we do for the African-American community with the MLK Rodeo. Uh, we have a sensory-friendly rodeo, and, and welcome everyone to try that out. That's a great idea, because a lot of young children are sound sensitive, and that would be a perfect event for them to attend. 
Yes, it sure would, and uh, that's that's we're going to see how it goes this year, and I think we're going to be excited with the results. I believe last year, Paul, we talked a bit about some expansion projects you're working on. How how's that coming along? The project is coming along great. The city uh, obviously is the builder of the project, and the mayor's office of the National Western Center is doing a tremendous job. They've they've redone a good portion of our yards for this year. And by next year, you're going to see the first building actually be done. They're, they're forecasting the first building, which is the Stockyards Events Center, where we'll hold a bunch of our auctions during stock show, should be done before the end of 2020. And uh, then they're going to be starting on the new Equestrian Center and the new Livestock Center. And so we're just really a few short years away from having a, a brand new complex we all can celebrate. 2023 is the completion date for all three areas as far as being completely done, the Livestock Center, Equestrian Center, and Yards. And so we're really excited, Murphy. It's, it's going very good, and we're, we're thankful to the citizens of Denver for voting yes uh, a few years back to allow this to happen. One big question, though, is how do you fit all that in there? You guys are kind of tight over there off of Brighton Boulevard. Yeah, the city was able to expand and purchase land just really to our north. So we took the 90-acre campus that we're on today, and it will become a 250-acre campus. So we are able to expand the National Western Stock Show, make the user have a much better experience here, especially when you talk about ADA and so forth. Uh, it's kind of hard to get around this old complex today right. if, you, if you have needs. And we want to make it so anyone and everyone can have a great experience out here. You know, you're a little jammed in occasionally on the busy weekends out here also, so we needed more space, and, and the city was able to do that through a, a really a great process of offering people uh, money to uh, move out of their areas. But really, there were only three or four houses, I'm told, that were in those areas, and all of those individuals were very happy with the uh, the price they got. So, Good job. Yeah, it's been a tremendous uh, part of a process here. Well, you got to grow because the stock show has grown. You had like over 700,000 visitors last year, if I remember right, and I'm sure this year will be as big. Yeah, we have been fortunate to, for the last three years, go over the 700,000 mark. That's never been done before. So we are uh, hopeful that we can get back there. We have lots of areas that, that are parking this year that weren't parking last year because uh, there were buildings there, and those buildings are now gone, so we've got them striped for parking. Uh, still, the, the best thing on the busy, busy weekends is to park at Coors Field and take our shuttle up. It's free. Parking at Coors Field is free, and our shuttle runs about every 8 to 10 minutes, and it just keeps you out of all the fray around here that's going on and, and is an enjoyable experience, so I'd recommend people think through that as well. Well, that, it's an easy thing to do because I've done that with my clan when we come down there, and they drop you right off in front of the building, and off you go. It's easy, so easy to park at Coors Field. Right. It, it just limits your walking time tremendously because that bus – is the only ones that can get to the very front of our building here. So, that's exactly. So anyway, that's uh, that's just a great way to go, and I'd encourage people, especially on the weekends. If it's a weekday, likely you're going to be able to find something around here pretty close but uh, or in the Coliseum lot. But on the weekends, boy, it really gets tough. We have more than 70,000 people across the grounds on the weekends each day, and that's like an entire Bronco game packed into uh, a 90-acre site. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, it is. <laughs> it's Paul Andrews, president and CEO of the National Western Stock Show. Where do people come from? Is it mainly Colorado people? They come from all around the country, obviously, if they're working with animals. Do they come from parts of the world to see the National Western Stock Show? Yes, uh, Murphy. We we have, again, 45 states entered to the National Western Stock Show this year from, guys, there are people pulling their livestock from Maine and wow. Florida. I mean, you think about how early they had to leave. They left weeks ago Wow! just to make it across the United States and not hit weather. We've got 35 countries that are represented here this year. From really? As far, Holy from as far away as China and uh, our friends in Australia, and our thoughts and prayers go out to them yes. with all the horrible fires. Right. They are here because we are the most prestigious livestock show in the country. They learn from the ranchers that are here from these 45 states. They share best practices. It's a marketing event for them and an event they can enjoy. Most of them take their entire two-week vacation to come here and stay in Denver and uh, enjoy the National Western Stock Show. So there is international exhibitors from everywhere and then all the states, but predominantly Colorado is going to be driving most of the attendance along with Wyoming, Kansas, Nebraska, and New Mexico. There are The bordering states are really driving a lot of the attendance. Well, and it's a good thing to attend. You don't take your family to the National Western Stock Show. You're really cheating yourself out of fun and a lot of education as well. Okay, I have to ask you this question, Paul, because a couple of folks here at the radio station want to know about the mutton busting. How do we get our kids involved with the mutton busting? <laughs> and maybe explain what that is if nobody's ever seen it, because it's spectacular. Yeah, so every rodeo performance, we have uh, about 10 kids that get on top of uh, sheep, and we throw them on top of them. The kids have to be between five and six years old, and they have to weigh 55 pounds or less. We put helmets and protective vests on them, throw them on top of that animal, and see how far they can ride that animal in that rodeo arena, and then they get a score. So it's kind of like their way to get uh, the first entry into their potential career as a uh, as a rodeo contestant. Well, they feel like a real cowboy when they're done riding that sheep because it's it's wild. They're hanging on it for craziness. The sheep just take right off. Yeah, it's always, frankly, one of the most popular things we do during the rodeo <laughs> is the mutton busting. People start cheering the second they see the kids come out, and you know, it's fun to see these youngsters just kind of put a bear hug on that uh, on that sheep as they're heading out towards. Uh, the middle of the arena so it's it's a great a lot of fun and and uh, i'm sure some of the kids uh think it's fun if they ride the whole way some of the ones that get dumped off about halfway in and do a face plant probably don't <laughs> think it's quite as fun as they thought when they started but everybody wins at the end they get these trophies that are probably taller than they are Oh, every trophy is taller than them, and we have them given to them by the Cowboys themselves. So the Cowboys that uh, are competing that night come out and hold the kids up and hold their trophy up, and uh, these kids just think that's the greatest. Well, it is. So how do you get your child involved with that? Is there through the National Western Stock Show or some kind of a a client, or how does that work? Yeah, you would go online to enter, uh, but as we sit here today, we are completely full of every rodeo performance. So do that early. We always start uh, accepting applications somewhere in October uh, so all your listeners can uh, think through that and be prepared for next year. Well, good heads up on that deal. So as we get near the end here, Paul, what are some of your favorite events? You've been there so long. What do you like to see each and every year? Well, I'll tell you, I, I, an event that, that I, I love the rodeos. I love freestyle reigning. I love 
all of our horse shows. I, I mean, it's hard for me to pick one. Uh, we do have a special thing this year with the 75th anniversary of the Steer at the Brown Palace, which is something I love to go down to just to see our Grand and Reserve champions walked into the lobby of the Brown. It's not technically an event, you see, but it is an amazing thing uh, at the same time, and it's the 75th anniversary of that this year. So. Is that right? 75 years? Yeah, it started uh, way back in 1945 uh, with a gentleman named Dan Thornton who took his two bulls down there. If you can imagine bulls in a tea area, it's kind of like <laughs> bulls in a china yeah, shop. Exactly, exactly. But anyway, it started with tradition started that day, so that's another great one to celebrate here in Denver. Um, but really, for me, Murphy, the, everything that happens on this site is special, whether it be the rodeos or the Mexican rodeo extravaganza or the MLK rodeo or all the numerous horse shows we have or the dog shows or watching the stock dogs move sheep into tight areas to compete that they have to do. I mean, all of these things are available to people at nationalwestern.com and just plan your day and you're going to have an amazing experience. And the best part, too, Paul, and I'm sure you'll agree, when you walk around, the smiles on the faces of everybody. They're having such a good time. It is. I'll tell you what, the entire community comes together. It doesn't matter what your religious beliefs are. It doesn't matter what your political beliefs are. Everybody at the National Western Stock Show has fun, and we do it together. Yeah, it's a it's a family event, and I mean the community family event. So once again, wrapping up, let's uh, talk about where we can get ticket information, schedules, where is all of that found? You bet. Start at nationalwestern.com. We obviously have ticket outlets going at all the King Supers locations across uh, the Denver metro area. And obviously here at the National Western Complex, you can come down and buy tickets anytime. Uh, but we do encourage you to go online and purchase them if you can or at King Supers because then you don't have to wait in a ticket line here. You can print your tickets right at home and bring them down and walk right in, and that's just the easiest way to do it. I agree because there's a lot of lines down there sometimes. If you've already got your tickets, you're right in the building and off you go. It's a good good piece of advice there, Paul. Well, happy rodeo, happy stock show. I'll see you down there someday, I'm sure, this next couple of 16 days. And we look forward to another great time at the National Western Stock Show. Paul Andrews, President and CEO of the National Western Stock Show, Thanks for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Murphy. Yep. And you too. Thank you too for listening. It's Mile High Magazine, and we'll talk to you again next week.